Welcome to the My Knee Dog Podcast, providing you with expert information on all things knee related, expert tips and tricks to help you manage your knee problem and get you moving again. Here's your host, specialist knee surgeon and founder of the My Knee Dog Specialist Knee Clinic, Mr. Gareth Stables. Hello and welcome to the Mindy Doc Podcast. Uh, this week's episode, we're going to look at six tips to get you exercising, um, to keep you exercising, or to help you get started. Now, the reason I um, really keep going on about exercise is because I know how important it is. Um, there's plenty of evidence uh, out there, studies that have been done that have shown the benefits of exercise, not only on general health, well-being, and mood, but more specifically on helping people manage their knee pain, their their knee arthritis, knee problems. Um, A lot of people have the idea if their knee is sore, if uh, their knee is injured, um, that they shouldn't exercise, they shouldn't put it through any more stress, they should rest it. And this is this can be true initially, particularly after an injury or if you have had a flare-up of symptoms, then rest can be an important um, part of the treatment early on, just to let things settle down, try and get the inflammation under control. But any long-term treatment strategy should really uh, look to get that knee moving again. Um, the this sort of old saying of use it or lose it should be one that's right at the front of your mind um, when it comes to managing your knee pain, knee arthritis. Um, the the idea that um, is commonly uh, misunderstood is, is this concept that, that the knee is worn out or you've been told there's wear and tear in the knee. Um, then the, the assumption is that you don't want to wear it anymore. Um, so you want to take things easy and ease off uh, your exercise but uh, we know really the opposite uh, is generally true for most people Um, keeping the knee moving helps circulate the fluid around the knee so it helps push out the inflamed or uh, fluid that's that's causing the swelling in the knee it helps the knee produce more of its normal or natural uh, lubricating fluid Importantly, it helps keep the muscles strong and helps keep um, the, the blood flow going to the muscles um, and helps keep the flexibility. If we don't do anything or if we stop exercising, then things can stiffen up very quickly. The muscles will weaken and this can lead to feelings of instability um, where the knee doesn't feel stable or feels like it might give way. And also it can lead to more forces going through the knee joint itself uh, which can cause irritation to the soft tissues, the joint capsule, the lining of the joint, um, which can then uh, lead to more inflammation. So getting strength back in those thigh muscles, keeping that mobility and flexibility is really key. Um, and there's plenty of scientific studies looking at um, the benefits of exercise and also looking at the, the metabolic changes within the joint fluid Um which uh, have been shown to be uh, improved significantly um, after exercise. Um, I suppose one way to illustrate this is if if you are suffering with osteoarthritis in the knee, then often the knee feels stiffer, perhaps more painful in the morning when you first get up, or if you've been sort of sat in the car for a long journey. 
those first few steps, those first few minutes can be difficult, can be painful, then you can feel stiff. But once things start moving, once you start moving around and um, getting on with the day, things ease off a little bit as the circulation gets going. So with all this in mind, it can be difficult. I understand that for, for many people it can be difficult to get started, get into the good habits again uh, of exercising and to keep those habits going, um, particularly when you know the knee is a bit sore, uh, perhaps at the end of the day when you've been at work all day, it can be difficult to motivate yourself um, to do those uh, specific exercises or to go out for a walk or go to the gym or you know do something extra. Um, but it's really important if we can get uh, into uh, into that routine, um, it, you will see the benefits long term. And so imagine it's a bit like uh, the concept of compound interest. Um, if you put your money in the bank, um, with uh, you know initially you're not going to see a huge difference, but with compound interest, if you keep putting money in or leave the money there, the interest um, compounds over time, and then five, ten years later, that money has grown significantly. And the same thing can be uh, the same sort of concept you can attribute to the, the choices you make in your life every day. And when it comes to exercise, little and often, you will not see benefits straight away. You may not notice differences day to day. But in a few months' time, you'll look back and you'll, you'll probably see a significant progression. You, you may find that one day you're doing something around the house that perhaps you couldn't have done two or three months ago, you know, walking up the stairs or crouching down to pick something up, and you, you've done it without thinking, and you, you, you'll, you'll look back and think, well, actually, yeah, I've, I've come a reasonably long way in that time. Um, there's a really good book called uh, The Slight Edge by an author called Jeff Olson, which goes into this principle in, in a bit more detail and how you can apply it to things like exercise, things like healthy uh, diet choices um, on a daily basis. All this ties into this, this concept of prevention is better than cure. Um, and whilst obviously we can't turn back the hands of time and undo any of the consequences of um, our life has had on our knees, um, we know we can do something now to try and improve the situation um, we find ourselves in. Um, so with that in mind, I've uh, written a short blog post, which you can um, visit on the website. Um, but I'll summarise the, uh, the, the six key messages here um, in the podcast today. So number one, I think the key is to start small. You don't have to do much to keep your joints moving and keep them healthy. You're not trying to you know, build massive muscle bulk or you know, train up to be a marathon. You may be, but for most of us, we're not, we're not trying to aim for that, that level of um, activity and fitness. Simple things like a gentle walk, some stretching exercises, um, a short um, spin on an exercise cycle um, is better than nothing. Um, don't get daunted, don't get put off, um, don't overthink it. So just little short things, something is better than nothing. Um, just get started. The next thing is consistency, turning up, doing the, the thing time after time, get it into a daily routine. Little and often is much easier to manage and much better than doing a big session once in a blue moon, um, 
happens little and often. Remember, it takes about 30 days to build a habit. Um, so small steps every day that don't eat into your you know, free time too much. But after a, a few weeks, you'll, you'll notice it becomes a habit. You'll become part of your daily routine. And that's key, really, to, to the long-term benefits. Another top tip is accountability. So you can, you know, make a bet with yourself, give yourself a reward if you're successful. Better still, make a bet with someone else, a friend or family member. And if they can exercise with you, even better. Um, it's obviously much more difficult to put off sessions if you feel you're going to let someone else down. So if you're meeting your friend for a walk or in the gym, um, then it's a lot harder to pull out of that one than if you're just going to go uh, on your own. Um, this is one of the reasons why personal trainers are very successful as well. You know, you have to show to them that you're turning up because you've usually paid for the session and uh, you don't want to waste your money. But equally, they, they will hold you accountable to the work that you're doing in between times as well. So, so that's a key thing. Gamifying your, um, your exercise. There's so many uh, apps and um, sort of wearable devices out there now that can help add an element of competition or you know, an element of fun and gaming to your, your fitness routines. Um, things like Fitbit. This is why Fitbit, Peloton, all these things are, are so successful. They allow you to compete with yourself, with others, earn rewards, set yourself goals. Um, and uh, you know these are all measurable um, and uh, you get feedback on those goals all the time and little rewards as you go along so that can be really helpful for some people and the uh, next top tip is uh, really try and pick something you enjoy if you don't like running if you've never liked running then why do you, why start running now pick something else try cycling maybe yoga pilates something different, even Tai Chi, things like this. Try different things. Find something that you enjoy because you're going to find it a lot easier to continue um, you know, exercising consistently if it's something that you enjoy doing. Remember, this is really for the long haul. It's not um, you know, a quick fix. You don't get fat eating one donut and you don't lose weight by eating one salad. Any meaningful changes to your diet to your exercise routines take time um, and if you're going to continue with this you have to enjoy it um, and so the final top tip it's uh, sort of not really not not really an exercise but um, related to this getting fitter is you can't out exercise a bad diet so yes do the exercise that's the key message, but also have a think about what you're eating. Don't feel that the exercise justifies the unhealthy snacks. So again, just cutting out one or two of the unhealthy snacks, making the right choices every day, over time you will see the benefits of that. Um, there is some evidence now that what you eat can and does affect the progression of knee arthritis. There was a, an article in... Um, a journal this week that um, one of my trainees shared with me um, which I will uh, try and summarize in my next blog post uh, but essentially um, 
it's yeah, I'm just looking it up at the moment actually so the essentially uh, the the sort of standard western diet that we all uh, eat um, is detrimental to the um, the symptoms and the progression of osteoarthritis um, and if you look at the principal components of a healthier um, diet uh, high in sort of fruits um, whole grains legumes fish um, that sort of diet is uh, related to to better outcomes and less disease progression in the arthritis so that's something i'll go into a bit more detail next time but uh, you know key to this whole concept exercise healthy choices and with time you may well see a significant benefit in your knee symptoms. So hopefully that's been useful. If you need some uh, information um, on the different uh, topics that we cover, then you can always check out the website at myneedoc.co.uk, have a look at the blog section, um, have a look around, so there'll be information there on most topics. Um, the other uh, thing that I can provide uh, more specific exercises for knee arthritis um, based on a program developed in Scandinavia called Good Life with Arthritis. Um, again, if you just get in touch either via the website um, or email at um, info at myneedoc.co.uk, we'll be able to get uh, some of those uh, exercise videos out to you and uh, you can have a look through those. So as always, have a good week and I look forward to speaking to you again um, on the next podcast. Take care. Thank you for listening to the My Knee Dog podcast. Tune in again next week. For more advice and information, visit www.myneedog.co.uk. Download one of our free guides or book your free telephone consultation. My Knee Dog, your knee specialist.